0: You're listening to The Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. First Samuel. You know, we was talking about last week about how David, and I know we've all been there. We can all relate to this, about how David, you know, they, they came to anoint the king. And they came, and y'all know all this story, and they came to anoint the king. And, and they, they went through the first one, the second one, the third, the fourth, fifth, sixth. They still said, ain't you got nobody else? This is all of them. Then they said, well, I got old sheep Sheep herder back there, old David. Little old thing back there, old nothing, got him back there. You sure you want me to bring him in? He said, I ain't sitting down. We ain't sitting down till you bring him in and the one the world called last the one the world called trash the one the world said was nothing the world the one the world wouldn't even bring in god brought to center stage come on somebody the one that they would didn't want to have anything to do with god brought on to the center stage and so here comes old david again and so we find ourselves this week over in first uh, samuel 17 you know, God gives us these stories. He gives us these, these crazy, because sometimes don't you just look at the Bible and you'd be like, God, are you serious? No. Did you really stop the sun for John? Come on. God, did you really defeat God? Come on, did you really send them into the fire and go in with them and they didn't even come out smiling? Did you really take them down into the lines? Come on, God. Then how come I don't see nothing like that today? I don't know if we really want to see it. I don't know if anybody's willing to go into the fire. I don't know if anybody's willing to go, John, into the lion's den. I don't know if anybody's willing to show up, Esther, for such a time as this. I, I want it. God, God is wondering. I'm coming through the earth. I'm searching to and fro. When I come back, will there be any faith left in the earth? But I believe God gives us these stories to build our faith. Come on, it starts over in verse eight. And let me just set this up for you. Y'all know David and Goliath. Man, we've known him since we were four. Mm, David beat Goliath. We have known this guy since we were like four years old. We know all about David, all about Goliath. We know the story. We know the sling, the stone, the giant. We know the whole story. So I'm not preaching to something you don't know tonight, but here came here came Goliath hollering, making a big noise. Here he came. And I just, want, I just got a few things I want to point out tonight because this is so good. And I've got a lot of scripture and who knows that it's the Bible that changes our life. Come on. It's the, it's the word of God that changes our life. It's not some preacher, not some, you know, nothing else, but it's the word of God that changes our lives. So I'm just going to read and pour the word into you tonight. In first Samuel 17. And uh, this is when Goliath came down there uh, hollering, causing trouble. He said, then he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel, God's people, and said to them, why have you come up to the line for battle? Am I not a Philistine and you the servants of Paul? Choose a man for yourself and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. He's he's really saying the people of God is really gonna be bowing down to the Philistines. And come on somebody. And, And then the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man and we may fight together. And when Saul and all of Israel, come on, it said, and all of Israel heard these words of the Philistine. They were dismayed and greatly afraid. How many has noticed that the church has spent a lot of time in America this way lately. We've been dismayed and we've been in fear. I'm not saying we, but the church as a whole. I'm not going to exclude them and say they and us because we are all one. And it's time to stop saying they and us and the Baptists and the Pentecostals And because when we get to heaven, God's going to sit you down right next to a Baptist and a Methodist and a Pentecostal and say, come on now, y'all going to have to be friends and get together. It might be, and y'all say, well, you're screaming in here tonight. It's a little loud in here tonight. I can't wait to get to heaven. It's going to be a little loud in heaven if you ask me with the angels circling his throne 24-7 saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lamb. You might as well go on and get used to it. Now down in 12 it says, Now David was the son of the Ephrathite of Bethlehem Judah whose name was Jesse come on there Jesse is and he had eight sons and the old man was advancing years in the days of Saul then the three oldest sons of Jesse had gone to follow Saul to the battle come on isn't this exactly what happened when they went to name him king he brought the the oldest first the best looking first the the supposed strongest first Went and followed Saul to battle. And the names of his three sons who went into battle were Eliab, the firstborn, next, Aninabab, and third, Shammah. David was the youngest. And the three oldest followed Saul, but David occasionally went up and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. That caught my attention. That caught me off guard for a second because you know the brothers they went out to the fight, but here David was. Man, I I think God you he, God you. And I'm not saying busy is a good thing, but God likes people who's willing to step out and do something. Well, here David is down here watching the battle, but here he is running up to tend to his sheep. Then he runs back down. You know he was losing some sleep. He was ain't getting as much sleep as the other come on somebody when God is moving in your life sometimes you don't get as much sleep you got to get up a little early you got to go to the meeting down the road when you don't feel like you got to do a few things and you got to do them tired come on I'm preaching to somebody when the new season comes you got to do a few put a few extra hours in and so here one day he was running back running down running back when he was keeping an eye on the situation but he was tending back to what God had him doing in the first place. Come on, don't be so ahead of God that we run on to the next thing and just forsake the thing that he's given us to. We gotta finish that thing. Come on, we need a church that finishes things. Oh, we're good at starting things. Woo! We're signing the papers. We're signing the deed. It's easy to start something. Man, let me tell you how easy it is to put a picture on Facebook and say, hey, hey, we're gonna raise money for a community center. Then all the money comes in. It's another thing when you go up there and you gotta get the roof fixed and get the power turned on and get the the, the floor. And they got they bring in big heavy equipment and things. You gotta learn new skills because you didn't know what you was doing. Doing, and you didn't really know what you was getting into. All you did was say yes to God. Anybody in the house tonight? You said yes to God, and he pulled you a little bit out of your comfort zone. Oh, no, come on, somebody. He'll pull you out into something maybe you're not even qualified before, but there he was running, running, running back and forth, and, and it says, And the Philistine drew near. And presented himself for 40 days, morning and evening. Then Jesse said to this, his son David, take now for your brothers an ephah of this dried grain and these 10 loaves and run to your brothers at the camp and carry these 10 cheeses to the captain of their thousand and see how your brothers fare and bring back the news of them. How many of you have ever been that guy? Everybody's up there doing the cool stuff on the front line and you got to take them meat and cheese. I got to be the meat and cheese guy Well, I'm the water cooler boy. I got to be that guy. Come on. And what, what was he really saying? Because we know from last week, these are the people that he got looked over for. So what he was really saying is go down and feed the people who don't think you're good enough. Come on, somebody go down and feed your haters. Go down and feed the people who was talking about you and left you out. Go do good to those who mistreated you. I'll look this way so I don't have to see your face. Go do good to those who mistreated you. I think the Bible says it's something like this. Before you come to the altar, before you come to praise me, get out there and make it right with the one that you have wronged. We had to, He had to go serve the very ones that had... They didn't like that he had been called They didn't like all these things about him. They had talked about, him. he was the lowly brother. He was the shepherd boy. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the Valley of Elah, fighting with the Philistines. So David rose early in the morning. Now, come on, somebody. He rose early in the morning. He didn't sleep in and waste time and get up and he was just lounging He got up early in the morning. He left the sheep with the keeper and he took the things and went as Jesse had commanded him. He may not like it, But he went and he came to the camp as the army was going out to the fight and shouting for the battle. He showed up right on time. Okay, so for Israel and for the Philistines had drawn up in the battle array, army against army, and David left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper and ran to the army. Come on, have you ever known those people? I'm one of them. I will get up in it and I will run right up into the army. I'll run up into the I'll end up in downtown Nashville. I don't know what it is, but y'all protest and here I come, baby. I'm getting right up in the middle of it. Downtown revival, count me in. A ruckus downtown and they're calling the mayor, they're calling on the arm. Count me in. If it's for Jesus, here we go. Come on. He went running. He ran into the army, came and greeted his brothers. Then as he talked to them, there was a champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines. And he spoke according to the same words. So David heard them and all the men of Israel when they saw the man fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. Come on, these were God's people. How many times do you just want to slap somebody and say, stand, fr- stand flat-footed, man of God. Stand there and hold your ground. Why do you keep backing down? These people keep running away. So then the men of Israel said, have you not seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come. Surely, they said, he has come to defy Israel. And it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches and give him his daughter and give him and all this other stuff. I mean, we do it different these days, but come on, this is what they did back then. And give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. Then David spoke to the man who stood by him saying, what shall be done for the man who kills the Philistine? Nobody was asking that question. What's going to be done? That's what they, they're saying all this stuff about the Israelites, but what's going to be done if, if we take care of him? Come on. I want to be the one asking the questions. I want to be the one talking about, well, what if we do have a small chance of doing this thing? What if God is real and we have just a small chance of doing this thing? It could turn out good. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in this matter saying, so shall it be done for the man who kills him? Now Eliab, his oldest brother, come on, y'all. He heard when he spoke to the man and Eliab's anger was aroused against David. And he said, why did you come down here? Anybody got a brother? I do. What are you doing here? Go home. Go home. It's time to go home. I'm telling mom, I'm telling dad, go home. Why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few little sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the insolence of your heart. And I looked at that word, insolence to me, arrogance. He said, You got a lot of gall coming down here. You of little, you of your little sheep and out back and you little nothing and nobody. And you up with your pride and your arrogance. Are you going to show up down here? And David said, What have I done now? Is there not a cause? Is there not a matter? Is there not a family matter at hand here? Is, 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 is Israel under attack or not? Is there not a cause? Then he turned from him toward another and he said the same thing and these people answered as did the first ones. Now when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul and he sent for him. He sent for David. Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail him because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Your servant will go fight. Your servant will go fight. Come on, so often we back down. So often we would have listened when the brother said, go home. We would have said, okay, see ya, peace. Gladys, you were not me. Come on. Get up in the fight. That's, man, out of your comfort zone is where your real life starts anyway. We like to live so easy and so comfortably. And we love, love to blame everybody else for our problems when we're the one that got us into the mess and the first place. But it's time to show up and fight these demons and fight these battles and time to show up and be the man, be the woman of God that we're called to be. It's time to show up. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's time to show up. Show up and show out in the name of Jesus. Time to show up. Turn to your neighbor. If they don't turn, just slap them across the face and say, he said turn. He said show up. Whew. I might preach myself up happy up here. (sighs) Mm, 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 mm. Listen to this. He says, you're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him for your youth. He's a man of war from his youth. He said, really? Come on, David. You really have no idea what you're talking about here. Um, you're out of your mind. You look a little foolish. You look crazy. You look stupid. You look dumb. I'm just going home, boy. You ain't got what it takes. Uh, w- we're the talent agency, and uh, we are not scouting you today. You did not make the final cut. Please do not call us. We will call you. And so he did not, he did not make the cut. He didn't get it. He said, he said, but but, 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 David said to Paul, he said, but listen to this. Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and I struck it and I delivered the lamb from his mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant is killed, both lion and bear. Hear me on this. And this uncircumcised Philistine, this one right over here will be like one of them seeing he has defied the armies of my God he's saying listen to this he's saying it would have been one thing if he would have come down here and he was fighting people over peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or he was coming down here and fighting over politics but he's come against the army of God now and I've been back here you ain't seen the lions that I've been fighting you didn't see the bears on the backside of the desert that I was killing with my bare hands you didn't see that Saul I've been trained for this I've been making ready for this. God has me here for this. What you don't, you don't see what's on the inside. You can't see it, but God sees it. And he's called me like me or not. He's the one he, I'm the one he chose. And he said, moreover, David said, the Lord, come on somebody, the Lord not David, not, not all my skills, not my family lineage, not what they when they anointed me king, but the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear. He will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Come on, somebody. It, whatever the devil has come against you tonight, it is not you, it is not by might, and it is not by power, but it is the hand of the Lord that is gonna deliver you tonight. And I don't know about you, but I have found myself in some situations. Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. I won't judge you if you don't judge me. Come on, don't you wish that church could be one of those places where we talked about sin? But no, we'd rather throw rocks at each other and talk about everybody else's sin. And how much worse those people are over there and that group over there and this one over here. Mm-mm. We're throwing rocks at the wrong people. He said, the Lord who delivered me from these people, he's going to deliver me from the hand of the Palestine. And Saul said to David, all right, go and the Lord be with you. Jensen Franklin said recently, I saw this quote. He said, he said, giant killers are focused on more than on on the reward, more than the risk. And I can relate to that because God will show you something. He'll show you a vision. Come on, somebody. He'll show you something. And it's almost like you lose your mind because you're like, okay, God has shown me this. He must know there's something deep down inside of me that can do this thing. I can't do it on my own. So I'm literally losing my mind right now for the mind of Christ. Come on, someone. It's time to lose your mind and get the mind of Christ. We, it, we, we need to lose our mind and get the mind of Christ because we need to be able to, he said giant killers are focused on more than, uh, than the reward, than the risk. They also have, they have to be themselves, not what others think they ought to be. That got me, that got me. I got to be who I'm called to be, regardless of what you think about it. My calling may not look right to you, but just give me a minute. Give me, give me a year or two. Give me a year or two just give me a minute and so so here's what happened so y'all know this story man y'all know this story like at the back of your hand i ain't telling you nothing you don't know Saul clothed david with his armor and put a bronze helmet on his head and clothed him with a coat of mail and that's a jacket covered or composed with metal rings or plates and it serves as armor and uh, david fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk for he had not tested them and david said to saul he said look i can't wear these these are not my clothes These are I can't this is this don't fit me. This is not my brand of jeans. I ain't been walking in these things I I I, this shirt don't fit me like it fits you. I can't wear your clothes I got to be me. I gotta do me. I gotta wear me That's good if you can wear all that but I gotta show up with what I know He said I ain't tested them, so he took them off and he threw his off You got to know when to wear it and know when to take it off because people come on somebody I'm trying to tell somebody people will put stuff up all over you oh man we it's the worst in the charismatic church. they'll come and say brother the Lord told me this about you and then you're like oh really oh gosh well he didn't tell me and so then we try to be this thing that we're not because of somebody else's ate pizza before they went to bed and had weird dreams. And so you know, we try to be all these different things. People will try to stack their problems on you. People will try to stack their, their insecurities and their jealousy of what they think about somebody else. Have you ever noticed when somebody gets mad at you, they'll go form an army against you. Not only do they hate you, but they'll get everybody they know to hate you. But we can't wear that stuff. It's too heavy, it's much too heavy to go into the battle that we're in. Then he took his staff in his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook, from the brook, the water, the flowing water. God is the flowing water. God is the spirit. He chose his weapon from the spirit, from the water, from where God is put him in his shepherd's bag and a pouch which he had and his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David and the man who bore the shield went before him and when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him for he was only a youth. So the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come against me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods and the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds on the of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the field sign, you come at me with a sword. Come on, y'all. We've danced and we've sung and we've jumped up and down at this scripture for years and years. He said, you come at me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I came to, at you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of armies of Israel, who you have defied. in this day, this day, this day, this day, this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcass of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth and all that the earth will know that the God, that God is the God of Israel. How would you like it if some little midget walked up to you and stood up and looked at you and said, here's what's going, getting ready to happen. Here's what's getting ready to happen. You get a little scared because he came with authority. He was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting ready to get, uh, I'm getting ready to get God. By something I didn't think I could get got by. Come on, I've seen some of y'all how fast y'all run from little tiny spiders. (laughs) So it was. When the Philistine arose and came and draw near to David, that David hurried. Come on. He hurried and ran down. He didn't wait. Man, he was ready to take care of business. He hurried and ran down toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in the bag and took out a stone. And he slung it and stuck the Philistine in the forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead. And he fell on his face. Come on, I'm ready to see the devil fall on his face for every lie he has told. Man, I'm ready to see the devil fall on his face. I'm ready to see these, the all this junk and the nonsense and the man. You, uh, they, 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 they try to shut you up in church. I'm just going to go off on this for a second because they try to shut you up on Facebook. They try to shut you down on the, the, the stations. Be calling, and be like, now, Josh, you know you can't say stuff like that. And and, and they try to shut you up everywhere and and, and all the sayings and all. All the rest of it but man it's time to stand firm for god man it's time that you know what there is one there are two genders male and female man there's, we got to bring common sense back to the world it's, it's just mind-blowing to me i read these stories and i think america you have literally lost your mind in the wrong direction you need to get the mind of christ come on we got to pray for america i ain't dogging it because i love this country i really do and i love all the people in it but something's wrong he fell on his face and hit the earth take that devil so david prevailed over the philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the philistine and killed him and there was no sword in the hand of david Therefore, David ran and stood over the Philistine, and he took the devil's sword. Come on, somebody! He took the 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 enemy's sword. He took the very thing. Come on, somebody! No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. The very weapon that came against me is going to kill the one that came against me. I pray that all the time, and I hope it's not wrong because I know you probably shouldn't pray for this, but you never know the crazies that are out there. So I'll say, Lord, kill anything that tries to kill me, whether that be an animal or a person or a car or whatever. Uh, I hope it's not you but you shouldn't have been trying to kill me (laughs) so there you have it you know if you're watching by TV today maybe I shouldn't say that I don't know but you've got your fair warning in advance for all of those who like to send in hate mail and all the rest there you go (laughs) but God gives us the power over every Goliath he gives us the he gives us the power over every Goliath come on he picked up a rock out of the creek but you know He wouldn't have been able to do nothing with the rock out of the creek had he not spent some time on the backside of the desert doing what God called him to do. Spending time with the Lord, killing these bears. Come on, killing the stuff down inside of us. Come on, somebody. Getting before the Lord on your kitchen floor, laying down and say, Empty me, God, of all the selfishness and the pride. Empty me, God. I want to be filled with you. Spending time on the backside of the desert. This is not a public thing. Now, the killing, the killing, the slaying, that's a public thing. But this is a private thing where I get before the Lord and say, Lord, I've been screwing it up this time. I messed it up again. But here I am, God. If you'll have me, use me again. Lord, fill me with your spirit. And just get quiet and wait for him to speak. We're so busy talking sometimes. God is willing to talk, but are we willing to listen? He would have never been able to do one thing, not one thing with that stone had he not spent the time on the backside of the desert. And I guess that's my challenge to you tonight is are you willing to go through the backside of the desert? Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be scary. It, it's not fun when a lion comes against you. And But you, you telling me you've spent enough time out there to get the skills it takes to kill a lion with your bare hands god taught you something out there and let me tell you you was not alone because you can't do that kind of stuff by yourself god had you he's had you this whole time don't you understand he got you through that and that other thing and that other thing that you ain't mentioned to anybody because they would judge you and throw you right out of church and he got you through that other thing and he's been with you this whole time and now comes this battle up ahead and you can see it off in the distance, and you kind of get that turning, turning, you know, that that wheel in your stomach. You're like, "Oh Lord, what's going to happen now? What's going to happen next? What am I going to do? 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 Do? do now? What's going to happen now? What's going to happen next? Can I just tell you to rest in that?" Rest in not knowing, because have you ever, mine happened to be in the shower, but I'll have fights with people. I'll have conversations with people in the shower about how I think they're going to go later. No, they're not actually there with me. I will have imaginary conversations in the shower about how I think things are going to go later in the day in a conversation. And have you ever noticed that how you plan things in your head, you show up and it never, ever ever happens, like it's never as bad as you think it is. That doctor's report is never as bad as you think it is. Man, the the news tries to make some drama. Do you not know that they get paid? They literally get paid by Bounty and Hefty and all the others uh, for headlines because it brings up the ratings. It brings up the, you bring the drama to the table because it brings the dollars to the table. Come on. Some of y'all like drama and dollars. I will have these conversations and they never turn out like I thought they were going to turn out ever. So just rest tonight and know that it probably won't turn out how you think it's going to turn out. But the Bible says all things are working for the good. According. Come on, somebody. He's working all things to my good. He's working all things to my good. Come on, somebody say it with me. He is working all things to my good. Even the one that cheated on me, even the one that hated me, even the one that lied about me, they wrote all that stuff about me. They unfriended me on Facebook. They went and spread lies. They was doing this. They burned down my house. They put holes in my car. Everything they did, somehow God is gonna work it out for my good. And I have to, I have to trust that. I have to rest in that. We have to rest in that. He is our only hope. He is our foundation. The the Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? So what I need to know is when the thunder and the lightning begin to strike all around me, do I have sinking sand or do I have a solid rock on which I stand? Because if if the foundations are gone, if I can't lay back and rest in him, what do I have? He gives us that peace that surpasses all all understanding. Thank you, Lord. He's been preparing us for this. You know, you could have lived at any time on the earth. You could have been in the 1700s when they carried torches and lamps. I don't know. That might be totally wrong. They might have had good power back then. My time's not good with that stuff. I just know that I'm glad that I have power. I got this fan up here because I get hot and I like air conditioning. I like lights. I like cars. I like leather seats. I like in the wintertime when you turn them on and they warm you up. I like stuff like that. So I couldn't have been back there. And, you know, God, God had us right now for a time such as this. You, You are not a mistake. You are not an accident and you are loved by the king and that is enough you are enough you are enough regardless of what you feel on the inside regardless of what they said you are enough you just need this i am say it with me come on somebody i am enough i am enough i'm enough for this i've got what this battle takes this battle is not going to take more out of me than god poured into me come on tweet that out to about 15 people It's not gonna take more out of me than God can pour into me. I've got what it takes. So stop. I'm just gonna talk to somebody right now. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop calling Aunt Betty, Aunt Jackie and Jackson and all the rest of them, telling them all your story because it is so easy to pour out our drama and our our insecurity and all the rest of it on the phone talking about, oh, please feel sorry for me. No, get in your prayer closet. That's where your power comes from. Get on your knees before the Lord. Most of the drama I have in my life, nobody ever even knows about it. You know why? Because I don't run to people. I run to God. I run to God and he fixes every bit of it. And so before it even has time to blow up on me, it blows up right back on the devil. And I love that. I, I hate it for some people because I have to watch it, but I go to God and he's, he's my He's my protector. He's my creator. He's my, he's my one. Go ahead and stand on your feet tonight. You were made for this. Have you ever been in those seasons? I, I know, and I even was talking about this last week, that, you know, when halfway through in the beginning of this ministry, we started to grow and and go on television and we'd be traveling all over the countries and, and jet planes here and car there. And we were just going and it was like, you know, I would come back in the evenings and I would feel like, God, I, I don't have what it takes. I ain't got it in me. I don't even have enough strength to speak another word. We would leave some of our events where, you know, thousands of people would come and they'd hear the gospel and I would get back in my car and i would never said, oh, I don't think... I don't think I've ever said this to anybody but I would think to myself God I don't think I can do this anymore I don't think I can handle this again I don't think I have what it takes but come on somebody I got a good night's rest and a bowl of cereal come on all we need sometimes is is a little rest and a good meal and a hot shower And some time before the Lord to pray so he can fill us up again to be reminded that we do have what it takes. Yes, we get tired in the battle sometimes. Yes, we feel weary, but the Bible says, do not become weary in well-doing. Because if you faint not, if you faint not, and, 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 can I just throw this in? Don't despise the day of small beginnings, David. Right now, yeah, you might be out in the back somewhere, but God's about to bring you center stage. And it may not be the way that you thought it was going to be. It may not be at all what you thought it was going to be. It may not even be a center stage platform, but God is going to about to bring it to light. Can I just also tell you this before we go tonight? I want you to hear me. God can do anything he wants to do whether people like it or not, whether your haters like it or not, whether the devil likes it or not, God can do anything he wants to do Get that in your spirit tonight. Downton Thomas, where are you? Get it in your spirit tonight. God can do anything that he wants to do. He is the one that speaks and stars fall out of his mouth and the moon goes into alignment and galaxies are formed and calipers are formed and, and toenails and puppies. And man, he created it all. And you think you can't do this one little thing in your life? Come on. We serve a big God. Imagine a God whose whose eyeballs are as big as the sun. Imagine how big his fingers are when he comes swooshing through to knock the devil out of the way. God can do anything tonight. Just lift your hands up and just receive from the Lord. Lord, we receive your anointing tonight, God. Your ability upon our ability, Lord. We receive your goodness. We receive your love. We receive you, God. Your spirit, your anointing, God. Your presence in our life. Going everywhere that we go. Forming everything that we are, Lord. Grow us to be the people of God that we are called to be, Lord. God, don't let us run in fear. Help us to run into the fight, into the battle, and clothe us with righteousness. Clothe clothe us, God, with your righteousness. Clothe us with, God, your armor and your battle suit and your weapon, God. And we thank you that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, Lord, that it will fall flat on the floor. And we thank you that we will be everything that you have called us to be. And to the devil... We say get lost in the name of Jesus. You've seen my last tear over this one right here. You better go on and take my picture cause this is the lowest you're ever gonna see me right here cause I'm going up. God has a promotion for me. It doesn't come from the north or the south or the east or the west, but it comes from God almighty who sits on the throne in heaven above and it's his and it's all his and he can do whatever he wants to do and I receive it right now in the name of Jesus and I thank you for it Lord all the honor and the glory. It all belongs to you. It all belongs to you, Lord. It's all yours. So we give you everything back. We give you full control. We give you an all access pass into our lives, God. Even into those parts of our lives that we're still trying to hang on to. To every sin that so easily besets us. We give you full access tonight, Lord heal us and restore us we ask it and we pray and we thank you that you're turning around situations lord even now god you're healing bodies lord you are uh, fixing financial situations father you are restoring families god you are restoring our minds lord you are taking care of uh, anxiety and fear and depression lord they've got to go with the name of jesus Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list, too. We give away free gear and products, and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Till next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.